the eleventh day of the month. The wicked borrow and do not pay back, but the righteous are generous and keep giving. Psalm 37, verse 21. God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. Today we consider generosity as a fruit of the Spirit. The gospel often sounds like a sheer foolishness when judged by human wisdom. God seems not to care about how much we earn, though it is by this measure that people in our society largely judge one another. Rather, God cares about how much of what we give away, a matter never mentioned by those who want to impress us with their incomes. Furthermore, many regard the term cheerful giver as an oxymoron. Surely, they suppose, it is those who cling to what they have that are happy. Often fundraisers advise us to give until it hurts. Someone, knowing that to be very bad advice, offer this alteration. Give until it stops hurting. But even if further change is needed, give until it is fun, and then continue to give because it is fun. How truly happy are those who discover that it is great fun to give away money and time and talent as well. In an ironic way, being generous may be the most self-serving style of life to be imagined. For the cheerful giver receives a joy from being generous that tightwads can never know. Such are the ways God has of surprising us. Ask yourself this day, am I a cheerful giver or a reluctant one? When giving away something, do I ever quietly utter this prayer? O Lord, help me to give away even more. How often do I recall John Wesley's rule? Earn all you can, save all you can, give away all you can. How can I increase both my gifts and my eagerness to give? Opening Prayer God of high heaven, by coming to earth to dwell among us, to die for us, you have demonstrated the greatest generosity possible. Enable us to see in the manger and the cross the joy of giving ourselves fully in your service. Snatch from us the fear that if we give away what we have, we will have less or even nothing. Cause us to know that those who would save their lives lose them while those who lose their lives for the sake of the gospel truly find them. We pray through him who taught us this in both word and deed, Jesus Christ, the perfect offering. Amen. Psalm 112, verses 1-7 Alleluia! Blessed man, blessed woman who fear God, who cherish and relish his commandments, their children row best on the earth, and the homes of the upright how blessed. Their houses brim with wealth and a generosity that never runs dry. Sunrise breaks through the darkness for good people, God's grace and mercy and justice. The good person is, ge is generous and lends lavishly. No shuffling or stumbling around for this one, but a sterling and solid and lasting reputation, unfazed by rumor and gossip. Heart ready, trusting in God, spirit firm, unperturbed, ever blessed, relaxed among enemies. They lavish gifts on the poor, a generosity that goes on and on and on. From the book of Genesis, chapter 29, verses 1 through 20. 
Then Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the sons of the east. He looked and saw well in the field, and behold, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it. For from the well they watered the flocks. Now the stone on the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, they would then roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. He said to them, Do you know Laban the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is it well with him? And they said, It is well, and here is Rachel his daughter coming with the sheep. He said, Behold, it is high day. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Water the sheep and go, pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered, and they roll of the stone from the mouth of the well when we water the sheep. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. When Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted his voice and wept. Jacob told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and that he was Rebekah's son, and she ran and told her father. So when Laban heard the news of Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Then he related to Laban all these things. Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and I am my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful of form and face. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I'll serve you seven years for your younger daughter Rachel. Laban said, It's better that I give her to you than to give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of his love for her. From the letter to the Romans, the 14th chapter, verses 1 through 23. Now accept the one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. One person has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. The one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servants of another? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person regards one day above another, another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it for the Lord, and he who eats does so for the Lord, for he gives thanks to God, and he eats not, for the Lord he does not eat, and gives thanks to God. For not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, or if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. But you, why do you judge your brother? Are you again, why do you regard your brother with contempt? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then, each one of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another any more, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's way. I know and am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, 
But to him who thinks anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. For if because of food your brother is hurt, you are no longer walking according to love, do not destroy with your food him for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who in this way serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then we pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. Do not tear down the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are clean, but they are evil for the man who eats and gives offense. It is good not to eat meat or to drink wine or to do anything by which your brother stumbles. The faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from the faith, and whatever is not from the faith is sin. From the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 47 through 59. He who is of God hears the words of God. For this reason you do not hear them, because you are not of God. The Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and have demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. But I do not seek my glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, and the prophets also. And you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste of death. Surely you are not greater than our father Abraham who died. The prophets died too. Whom do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me. Of whom you say, He is our God, and you have not come to know him, but I know him. And if I say that I do not know him, I will be a liar like you. But I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Therefore they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. These are the readings of the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation, that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us, and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world, through Jesus our Savior. Amen. A prayer when you are seriously ill. Lord, I need your strength. I am weak, but you are strong. I am sick, but you are the source of all healing. You know how I feel, but you have suffered far more pain than I will ever know. Lord, it's hard to wait patiently for you to renew my strength. 
Allow me to share the strength of others and lean on them while I wait. Allow me to experience your strengthening presence and to rest in you. Enable me to find that strength which is possible even in weakness. And should I never be strong again, give me grace to be content with weakness, hardship, and disease. For when I am weak, because of Jesus Christ, then I am strong. Amen. Written by Neil Weatherhog. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now, as you depart this time of prayer, may God bless you, and may you be a blessing to someone this day.